final destination. All skills on. No odd job. Slappers only. Here, how about how about how about I I'll, I'll do an intro for the episode. Okay, yeah, week. perfect. Great. Sure. Okay. Rip it and grip it, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Time for slappers only. Grab your energy swords. I definitely said rip it and grip in the in the wrong order. That's okay. You can, it's it's um it's the transitive property. As long as you do both, yeah. it's fine. What do you got in there? Uh, I got a I got a, a a Mill Street Organic, which is like the only beer I ever drink. They're calling it they're calling it the mat of beers. It is four thirty for you, so I, we will allow it on this podcast. I guess it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, I am technically working again. <laughs> in these uncertain times, you can have a beeb any time of day. Yeah. I mean, the last HKIP episode I was on, I had a beer at 11.30 a.m., so I've done worse. <laughs> when I worked at when I worked at the Shaked Shack, we had people who would literally wait at the at the gates of the restaurant for us to open at 11.30, order the biggest beer we had, and then just drink it and leave, so. Wow. I mean, kings. Hashtag goals. <laughs> I don't consider the people who go to that mall kings, but <laughs> you can too. Uh, hey- Reminder, what game are we doing this week, gamers? Oh, Matt, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Matt. I do podcasts sometimes, but honestly, more recently, all I do is manage people's feeds because it's work that I find interesting and being on podcasts is mortifying sometimes. You're the person yeah. who puts out all of our fires. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm literally the designated fire putter outer of podcast feeds. You're like a Mr. Game. Your life is a Mr. Game and Watch minigame. Basically, I have all these powers. I have Bucket. You're, you have Bucket. You're Mr. Ga- you're Mr. Game and Cube, and the cube is full of data. Hi, I am there Mr. Game go. and Cube, and the game we're doing is Halo. Two, two, two. The sequel, the the hit video game Halo Combat evolved through the Xbox. They evolved it even further by introducing dual wielding. Halo Combat Evolver. The two in Halo 2 is in reference to the maximum number of guns you can use at the same time, which is why in Halo 3, Master Chief can wield a gun with his dick. Which, which is why Halo Infinite, I don't know how they're going to pull that one off. Yeah, they're going to really fuck it up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look like Gigantamax Blastoise, just oh, nothing oh, but yeah. cannons. Just nothing but guns. This is Master Chief crawling like a foot a second, just like, ugh, Cortana, help. It's like one of the uh, the like classic Bible angels, but instead of eyeballs, it's guns. It's, wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tr- tr- truly the American dream. The American dream. Gun angel. Um, so Halo 2. Thoughts? Um, fun facts um, related to Halo 2. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a brief period of time in my internet history where I was like not Matt GCN. Because that's like my Twitter handle, and it's been like my most persistent web handle. Mm-hmm. But for a good chunk of time between roughly like 2003 and like maybe like 2006, I was Guilty Sparks everywhere. Damn, that's okay. so epic. I I fucking hate that little orb. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm, I hate that little shit. Oh, he's a bastard. Uh, but sucks. it's Guilty Spark and then two uh, letter Zs at the end. Ooh. That's me translating from Canadian for you. Normally, I would say two right, Z, but Zs. you know, I, w- I would not have known if you said Z otherwise. I know, I understand this. <laughs> if you said it, I would have started like I, I would have kicked you off the podcast just from sheer confusion, like it was just yeah. a fight or flight. Um, and in fact, my uh, my Gmail address, which I got in like 2006, is a combination of my two screen names, which is why it's Matt Sparks. 
Okay, Ooh, and that's that's a good business email. You can use that. Yeah, th- for it, 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 it's not it's not like obviously okay. This is just like something a thirteen year old. Yeah, but kid I really made. do hate reading it out in a professional capacity to someone who's like filling out a government form for me. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they're like, what's your email address? I'm like, Matt Spark, and then you're gonna hit that Z button two times, Twice. and then you're gonna go at gmail.com. The email that I use for everything is based on a. a character i played in a musical that i was in when i was in high school and boy i wish i could change it but uh it's basically for everything i won't share it so you can't spam my email yeah we, we, we're not gonna pictures. we're not gonna dox you just yet though you can email matt if you want to because now you we... can email me i did just give you my email address <laughs> don't email my matt, <laughs> Do email my matt. stop now <laughs> um i have i'm unemployed right now and i'm waiting for classes to start online or offline uh, who can possibly say? So I had nothing but time, so I sat down and I mainlined this game in two days. I uh, just kind of sat down, played it in two sessions, all of Halo 2. It's not that long. I've played it in single sessions many times before. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Listen we are all. To, I'm not a Halo head like you guys Well, yeah, are. no, th- these have been repeat sessions. My first time definitely wasn't that quick. No. Um, it's fun. It's it's not my uh, ideal kind of shooter anymore, but I played this mm-hmm. game when I was a youngin, and boy, oh boy, did I love this game. My my dad got us uh, the first Halo for Christmas mm-hmm. uh, in 2001, so I was 10 years old when I first played Halo, wow. this and is... mm-hmm. it, it really kind of just stuck to me as, like, my, it was my first, like, proper shooter because, like, uh, my mom would never let us get gun games for any of our consoles. Right, yeah. And this was my dad. This was, this was, this is my, my dad's using his extremely divorced energy to say, I got you kids an Xbox for Christmas. Oh, hell and you yeah. you can have oh, gun yeah. games now. Oh, gun games rule. <laughs> You're allowed to now. This is the second M-rated game I ever played. The first being Halo Combat Evolved. And I definitely did go up to my mom and say, hey, the blood is blue and red and orange and not red. It's blue and orange and funny colors. And you save the world like a superhero man. So can I play this game? And my mom said, I guess. And then I basically used that as an excuse to play all other M-rated games. Right. You got your foot in the door. Yeah, I basically. You got your foot in the door. My brothers were not happy when they saw when they found out that I was playing <laughs> Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really... That that's extreme young that's younger young, sibling youngest power. sibling energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I, I've definitely pulled tricks like this before. These japes. What about you, Max? Halo Two experiences. I I played them all like back in the day. Like my very first encounter with Halo was at my cousin's house, and I just I it was the um I don't remember the map names very well. It was like the the snowy ice map multiplayer level. Um, okay, it's like the, the sort of U shaped one. I just remember playing that a lot, and like I I played. The first three, like, at my cousin's places. Um, I fell off Halo for quite a while, but, like, recently I got back into it because last summer, um, one of my best friends and I, we went to Halo Con, um, which is, I guess, what Halo... I'm looking at my poster. Halo Outpost Discovery! It's just, a, it's, just, it's just Halo Con. But we went there last year in Philadelphia, and I have a real energy sword, and I have a poster signed by Master Chief and Cortana, and I have a golden Master Chief Funko Pop, so... It's Halo to me. God, I want a fucking energy sword so bad. I got into a big argument with my parents when I was young because I really wanted to buy an energy sword and they wouldn't let me buy a sword. I mean, again, it's like, it's the same sort of argument saying, well, the blood is blue and orange. It's like, yeah, it's not a, it's it's not not a, a sword. real sword. It's not a real sword. Can you curse an energy sword? <laughs> a real <laughs> I mean, energy probably. sword? Uh, music. This game has great music. This game soundtrack whips. 
This game soundtrack whips all Halos 1 through Reach have good music. Yes. And then something happened, and they, uh... <laughs> impossible, to <laughs> they... S- impossible to say what happened. The thing that happened, like, there, there's the problem the problem that uh that martin o'donnell had with like the lead of bungie but just explicitly when 343 split off from bungie Mm -hmm. martin o'donnell went with bungie right yeah like that that's why he didn't do like the halo 4 soundtrack for example they didn't get him i actually really like the halo 4 soundtrack because it's one of the guys from massive attack and so that's entirely my shit in an entirely different way Mm -hmm. but like it's not not the same obviously yeah it it, it's such a unique i wouldn't call it iconic yeah it's good but not halo yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like Martin O'Donnell and uh, what's his name, Salvatore, Michael Salvatore, yeah. Michael Salvatore. I just feel like they're uh, across the series that they worked on are so consistent and mm-hmm. so like they they have such a specific like memorable tone. And I genuinely a hundred percent think that Halo would not have been the cultural juggernaut it it uh, is slash was. Let's say was for for uh, for convenience sake if it weren't for the iconic soundtrack that everyone remembers even people who didn't really play it know the da na 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 yeah oh it's as it's as ubiquitous as like the mortal Kombat theme and like yeah it's stuff that even non-gamers know the halo 2 soundtrack sold over a hundred thousand copies that's a like good, it, that's it good charted numbers on, it charted on billboard pretty good i had i had one halo song um it was not from halo 2 it was from halo 3 and i had it on my phone and I would listen to it when we had to run laps in gym because it helped pump me up to do exercise, which I never did outside of gym. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was one final effort, which I think we don't need to talk about this now, but I, I it's my personal dog shit take that that's the best version of the the Halo theme. The da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na. I think that's the best version. But you can all disagree with me if you my, want. My favorite is one that's on, like, I don't remember what the name of the suite is, but it's, like, the, the long suite near the end of the Halo 1 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. There's this one, like version of the halo theme and it's only really played on like the last level of the game as you're like sprinting towards the longsword. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's really like it's like the precursor to steve Vai showing up on halo 2 in that it has a bunch of squeedly guitars on it but they're all like distorted and kind of out of tune mm-hmm. Ooh, and it's like it's super it's it's kind of spooky honestly well the end of really, halo really 1 like is it. pretty spooky you're like driving through the you're like having a cool driving mission but it's full of the flood so it's it's yeah. cool but it's it's epic. <laughs> on these highways that are on the outside of a ship yeah we love the outer yeah. ship highways um shall we get into some slappers well real quick jordan before you oh, yes, you, you told us to disagree with you when you said that um the halo 3 theme is the main is the best main theme in halo but i'm gonna go ahead and say same slap on that same slap i mean it's not we're not doing the slapper but i just love the piano intro to that the, 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 so dun, dun, dun. it hits oh, it hits so me every time it's so good, good. It's so powerful, and it's like the—I mean, it's supposed to be the end of the whole thing. So, like remember, the remember when oh. Halo ended at three? Remember when they, Halo unlike, did very much end at three? Unlike Valve, Bungie sure did know how to count to three, but then they did the problem where they they overcounted instead yeah. of undercounted. It, right. it's, it's like, did you guys get like you know, a, a, a thousand eleven or a thousand fourteen? Like, I got seven. I got seven. Um. All right. Guest. Guest. Uh. Right. You. You have a guest. Right. Yes. <laughs> Matt, you are right. <laughs> You've yeah, shared our bread true. and salt, so we legally cannot kill you. Um, but you can have your first slap. Earth City.
Earth City oh, pretty yeah. good. Earth City. I almost brought this I, one. I, like, I think if like anything is like the most um, the most iconic things to me on the Halo Two soundtrack are the ones where when I am listening to them, I can remember exactly what part of the level it is. Mm-hmm. And Earth City is probably the strongest one of those for me because it's right when you pull out of the tunnel. And you see all the the whole city kind of open up around you. Mm. It's it's very much like the the first part of uh, le- the le- the second level of the first Halo, like the second you enter the open world part of the area. Right. Yeah. That is a cool. Except level. it's a, it's a completely different scene because it's more narrow. You're between buildings. You see like you can see like a, a wraith off in the distance. You see things flying above. There's gunshots heading in like every direction. I'm I really respect uh, Bungie's decision to. Just like absolutely over model the city. Oh my gosh! Because yeah, like it's amazing. They they have models and like texture and collision mapping like way outside of where you're intended to go on that level. Mm-hmm. So like if you actually manage to like break bounds, which is like not that hard to do, considering yeah, that right, you can get yeah. banshees on this level. Um, you could see like really they did put a lot of work into just like making this look kind of like a city. I mean they did um do the classic Africa trope of everything is vaguely yellow tinted. Yeah. yeah. But I mean at least they made it a city. I agree. <laughs> I I was playing uh cuz I cuz I have I have a, a trial of Game Pass that I got with the video card that I bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so I was playing the Master Chief edition which uh if you play with the good graphics on, you're not my friend anymore and you're <laughs> uh, a criminal, especially because uh to my horror, I discovered that they changed the soundtrack and added new tracks and then remixed some of them yeah. and that just made me really mad. Why the hell would they do that? Because they hate me and they hate the they hate the gamers, the hashtag gamers in the crowd who remember the classic video games. But man, when you when you like go out of the tunnel and you see the big bridge, and I was like, damn, for a game that came out a thousand years ago, this game looks gorgeous. Like still, looks right? And then yeah. I, I didn't even I didn't even mention that's when the fucking scarab shows up. But though you when you uh, when you reach the end of like this air this city area, which is like an L shaped block, right. you enter the building, and when you're like on the upper floor of the building is when the scarab shows up, and then it literally climbs over the building. So fucking cool. Yeah, oh, the scarabs like, are so cool. <laughs> This game has, like, the... I, I don't know if this is my favorite Halo game, but I think this game has the best level design in oh, terms yeah. of, like, memorable right. moments. Like, the whole Arbiter level is so, oh my God. like... It's so good. Would you believe me if I told you that people were super mad about that when it I happened? know! It fucks me up! Like, that level is this perfect, like, story arc of, like, you go through the base, you fight Covenant and Flood, you drop the whole base so you're in free fall and oh, it changes so the gravity. Sick. And then you get to fight your way back out. You fight your way backwards through the level, and it's so perfect. And it's just this awesome self-contained story, and I love that. And I love the memorable moments in this game. I love the that's the classic uh, bungee level design is going backwards through the same level. I mean, that's a lot of video games, but Halo fucking loves to do it. Right, and it's and like playing Halo Two like directly after playing one, it's like night and day with how much more of a budget they got, like how much better they got at level designing. Cause like it's so fucking funny. I've, have you ever watched like any like behind the scenes on Halo One and Two? I remember I've I had the like documentary on DVD okay. at some point, but I don't. remember So the long, anything. long and short of it is that Halo One was like incredibly rushed to launch, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of things that they wanted to do, and the, that's the reason why like the latter half of that game is most of the first half of the game backwards. Yeah, like several levels in a row are just like the previous levels backwards. Yeah. So they got Halo Two. 
and they're like, okay, we have a little more time to do this. We can uh, flush it out a little bit. And then they just threw every single idea at the wall at once. And then they're like, okay, we need to get this game out November 2004. And it's like September 2004. And they're like, oh, we're not done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they <laughs> because have to delay they, it? They, they literally, they learned nothing from <laughs> their trials. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's why the level ends. Uh, that's why the game ends on like such a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Like they were intending to go back to Earth at the start. I mean, at the end of the game. And, like, you know, like, the first part of Halo 3 is basically Halo 2 moved over. But, right. like, they changed some of the narrative beats clearly. But, like, the game clearly wasn't meant to end on an Arbiter level. Because mm-hmm. I know that's a decision that got a lot of people mad. Right. It's, like, such an abrupt end, but not an abrupt end to the point where, it like, it feels like you let up to it. It's just like, oh, it's over now. Bye. Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah. it was, like, kind of couldn't believe how uh, how abruptly i mean the final boss fight is like bar- barely a boss fight even yeah mm-hmm. it's like it's it's very much like cliffhangers are like a perfectly a perfectly good like narrative tool to use when you have like finished one part of a story and you're moving on to the next part of the story when you're cliffhangering by cutting off the ending it's an entirely different thing yeah yeah and i think that's that that's like the that's the thing that people get uh kind of lost on that said, they play the last Spartan during that last scene where he says he's going to finish the fight, mm-hmm. and it fucking whips. It's so it's the good. the same song that they played when he drops the, Drop bomb, the bomb on the ship. Speaking of, uh, do you have anything else to say about Earth City? No, I think I, I, think I got Earth City All right, down. then, uh, that's a perfect transition to my first lapper, the last Spartan. Any same slaps here? Any same slaps? No? Not for me. Not for me. It was on my list um, before I narrowed it down from seven. I love this song. When you say, like, you remember, like, the song tells you exactly where in the game, uh, I can close my eyes, listen to the song, and see the whole cutscene where Master Chief drops the bomb out of the thing. He flies through space. That's when it's playing the da na na da na 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 and then it gets mm-hmm. inside the ship, and then the, the fucking Halo theme, the, like, acapella, choral, electronic, yeah. whatever yeah. Halo theme plays. You can't forget the strings that are like, It just tell- has this, like, perfect, perfect yeah. arc, and I love the, uh, like, when the snare and the timpani comes in, it has this great crescendo of, mm-hmm. uh, also, I want to say something I noticed about, um, the soundtrack, um, that O'Donnell and Salvatore are really good at, which is um, a lot of the major music in this game is composed like with an emphasis on like the bass clef and the lower. Yeah. Tones. Oh my god, they I, I I noted this like outside of my slappers takes just because it was coming up so often. There are so many tracks with just like not only just like the composing in the bass clef, but just like specifically how strong the bass lines on it's everything so good. Is. It's all it's either like cello voicings as the melody. Or sometimes mm-hmm. they have the upright bass bowed, like to play the like the the bass is being bowed to to create this just incredibly powerful like plotting melody at the bottom, and then the rest of the notes come over the top. There's a couple songs, maybe ones on my list where it does that, mm-hmm. but I just it's so good, and I think that you know a lot of times they put the melody in you know in the treble clef. I mean it does that in the 
like in the halo theme the melody is played on like the violins and stuff but Mm -hmm. but it's just i i think that it's underutilized in music and i think this is such a good soundtrack where it just lets that bass clef and the lower lower instruments just really stand out and create this super powerful sound yeah for sure it's good yeah i love this song i think when i think of halo 2 i think of mainly think of this song because i think it's just the perfect halo 2 song Mm -hmm. any any other thoughts on last spartan no, I, d- I just definitely, I definitely agree that it's like it's since it's used mostly in cutscenes. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it, it'll carry us yeah. like so much narrative power because like there's nothing to distract you from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. It's just like so Earth perfectly... City on the other hand is just really loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're not missing that one. <laughs> What's your first slapper, Max? My first slapper. Um, it's funny that you say you know like that's like one of your most ubiquitous Halo Two songs because I think for me my most ubiquitous Halo Two song is Heretic, comma Hero. Oh, that song is so fucking good. It, it, this, Tell us about Heretic Hero. It, it, like, this, this is what I think of when I think of Halo. Like, like, like the... Uh, yes. It's like, like one, it's like a remix of, uh, like, songs from the first Halo game. Yeah. But better. But better. But also. Better. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, the very beginning when you hear, like, the Final Fantasy VII Midgar ass, like, the clanging metal in the background. The industrial fucking drums yes. are so mm-hmm. cool. Like, like the, the beat is, like, going, like, in and out, like, left and right in your headphones when you listen to it with headphones on. It's, like... Oh, my God. So much of this soundtrack is, like, it really just feels like my, Martin O'Donnell and, Sal- and Michael Salvatore literally just discovered what stereo panning is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like the, it's, like, the stereo mixes of Beatles songs where they're, like, we know how to do this now, so we're just gonna do it even yeah. when it... <laughs> It, it works so much better in a game setting than it works in a headphone setting for me personally, but it's like, it's, it doesn't like annoy me or anything. It's just no. like, right. why is it doing that? <laughs> I, I think part of it is also because like, if you're playing in the game with headphones on, you're also getting other things coming in, like in different parts of the ear, like you, you're going to have like some level of 3D sound. So it's not as noticeable when it's yeah. just the music doing that. The song also, I think, first of all, this is another song where it just has this huge, huge bass sound that is so good at the mm-hmm. very beginning. This song and this song and Impend are like right mm-hmm. next to each other on the soundtrack, and both are just so driven by their bass sounds. It's just so warm. Like the chord tones are so warm in this song. They really are just they just are very memorable. I like how kind of pleasant it sounds, even though it's playing. And I think this is both or like two out of the three tank sections in the game because it's a one of them. It plays over a scorpion section. Yeah, it, think, it plays the in the one, scorpion section when you get on Delta Halo. And then the other one is when you, uh, oh, that tank, which I, I fucking ignored when I played. Oh, oh my God. When like Johnson's in the scarab at the end. Yeah. That's the other, that is the other time that it plays is, yeah, yeah. is, is during the Wraith section of the great yes. journey. So good. But the, I was saying that when, uh, when the scorpion shows up on Delta Halo, I just walked right past it and grabbed oh. a ghost, which the game will comment on, by the way. Um, yeah, I, I love this. They're song. like, yeah, also, okay. The cool part when this, uh, it has the awesome industrial drums, but then a full drum kit comes in and starts playing yeah. this, like, double time, It like, hits it in double time, it's just, so good! And it just completely gives a new energy to the song. Yeah. 
such a good piece of music. I was worried that no one else besides me was going to even appreciate Heretic. Uh, oh, no, no. Or Heretic. I do. I, it so was on my good. short list. I cut it just so, just because I figured one of you would Yeah, th- that's the thing. We're getting into the strategic al- aspect of it. I will, th- the last thing I want to say is like the Halo Wiki has this very funny trivia on it. It's like extremely like there are themes in the songs. Like the title may refer to John 117 to the humans. He was a hero of the humans, but a heretic <laughs> and demon in the eyes of the covenant. Wow. And may also, <laughs> it may also refer to Thelvadam, who was a hero to his people, despite being branded as a heretic. It's like, wow. Huh? Wait, I just realized something. I just realized something. Yeah. Um, I actually had not removed it from my list. It is on my four. Okay. Uh, I was okay. looking at the wrong part of the document. So it is a triple slapper. Folks. Triple same Tech, slap. Triple slap. Yeah. Um, what's your next one, Matt? Um, my next one Ooh. is follow first move into the Odyssey. <laughs> Okay, no, you're saying follow. They're saying fao. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. They don't know fao. how to pronounce the L's. They do not pronounce the L. Incubus is incapable of taking an L on this song. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the song that plays in the Banshee fight, yes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about this song. I kinda. cannot possibly forget about this yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing with the Halo 2 soundtrack in particular is that um, they are among the first things that were in my personal MP3 collection. Like mm-hmm. way, 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 way back in like 2004. Um, and I had one of those, like, triangular prism-shaped Sony MP3 players that holds 128 megabytes of music. A, a, king, a king's ransom of data. Yeah, you better believe Follow is on that shit. Oh my god. Even though it's, like, so long? Wow. I, okay, what, one thing I really respect about this song is that they understand what fucking game they're in. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll comment briefly on, on Blow Me Away, which we'll, we can get into a little more later. That song has like the intro that knows what game it's in, and then completely forgets what game it's what game it's in. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas every single part of this song, like everything, is done with choral vocals. They have like staccato strings on some of the bridges, mm-hmm. um, like carrying them between like sections of the chorus. And like, if you just if like in game, obviously it doesn't play any of their um, their vocals, or at least it doesn't play the chorus vocals. I don't actually remember if it plays the Oz. It might. But, um... Uh, I think I think it might only be the choral vocals. Definitely not the main ones. Yeah. But like the choral vocals like fit right into like the melodic universe that Halo slots itself into. Like mm-hmm. they they seem like they could have been written by like Martin O'Donnell. There's a couple songs on the track that ha- I had the inverse where I I, uh, I looked at at the track and I said, "Oh, is this composed by, you know, is this an Incubus track?" And then I looked it up and no, it's just a O'Donnell and Salvatore track. The other fucking the other three Incubus tracks all sound like just like jam band bullshit. I really yeah. like I can I can listen to them sometimes, but I'm glad that they weren't put into the game. No, no, no. Th- this one really really works cuz it's it's yeah. the it's like the dogfight song. Uh, it's the it's the Ace Combat song of uh <laughs> it's the Ace right. Combat of, uh, song. And like can I just talk about that one fucking guitar run? it's so good though the end of that that portion of the i guess it's like its own chorus the song has two different choruses functionally Mm -hmm. 
uh, that, that, that end up like layering hooks together towards the end of the song. Um, but I really like the, the drum hits that hit like the last two guitar notes on the, on the run. And especially when they like, they modulate it in such a way that it literally sounds like one of the Co- covenant sniper rifles. That's, that's it, it sounds good. like, it sounds like an energy burst. It's so good. Cause I mean, you're, you're going to be shooting fucking like fuel rods out of your Banshee the whole time. It, it'll right, literally yeah. slot right into the sounds you're making. Mm-hmm. I think it's just so perfectly in- implemented, too, because they could have put this, you know, theoretically could have put this anywhere in the game. Right. And I think the fact that they chose to do it on the uh, the Arbiter mission where you're flying the Banshees around is just like, oh, perfect, perfect, great spot. They're it's, just like, yeah. it's just so good. It's like, th- this is the part where the game says, this is a game from 2004. Yeah, it's oh my announcing God. itself for you. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like it does that more when there's literally Breaking Benjamin playing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it 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 has to it has to ease you into it. Yeah, but like that level in particular, like I want to talk about that level a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just like first of all, it just throws you into the arbiter. Yeah, you yeah. really get no warning that this is about to happen. And I know this threw a lot of people off, but I was just like, oh, this is fucking sick, dude. Especially you start with a sword. You start with the fucking sword. And this is the first time in the franchise that you are able to hold the energy sword. Yeah. The thing I completely (laughs) forgot about and didn't know or realize is uh, how fucking useful the energy sword is against the flood. Because it takes like three notches per hit. Not only do you get to use the energy sword, but it's a viable weapon for the whole level that you could basically always want to have the energy sword because you're not going to run out. There's flood who dropped the energy sword. Yeah. And it's just like, this is not only is Bungie saying you get to use the energy sword. They're saying you get to use the energy sword a lot. Yeah. I love it also because when you're out of energy sword, like when the energy part is gone, punch. Uh, you can just hit them with the hilt and it works. So it does good. work. They just said, hey, every day is Sunday now. <laughs> yeah. They really, said they really said it's Sunday. And then the other thing I really like about this level is how it works just like story-wise because you're going into this whole thing like you're, you're, like you're basically going to hunt down enemies of the state. I know. Right? And then you have the historical context of the first game mm-hmm. to know that everything that guy says is right. Yeah. Yeah. And then and you then kill at, him. And then at the mm-hmm. end, after you kill the guy who's right, then the, uh, then what's his name? Tartarus? Tartarus. Tartarus. Shows up, yeah. He shows up and basically says, okay, you're not in, ch- I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm final boss. Now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm, I'm, I'm he your He does captain. say that he's Ha-ha. the captain now. And yeah, like the, the, the struggle between the, the brutes and the elites in the game was just like a really, like a fun power struggle thing that I'm really sad that they've like, forgotten consistent well right. they haven't forgotten it they just keep writing ways that the elites are evil again so that you can fight them in the game and like i know the, the other games will get into like the schisms of, of their politics a little bit mm-hmm. but i think it's just like it really is just like them saying oh yeah this no not anymore i will say one thing which is i love i love the brute and elite uh like schism i love the civil war that kind of breaks out mm-hmm. um in high charity kind of part's so um, cool and it's, you have to, you kind of can let the, hang back and just let them fight each other and yep. then pick off the survivors. Yeah. Brutes in Halo 2 are no fun to fight. They are no. the bastards of my life. They suck. They don't react to being shot at all. They, especially when they're in berserker mode and it takes more than one energy sword strike to kill them. Like you can, you can shoot them in the head like three times with the carbine and they'll die. But if you use like the plasma uh, rifles, which I was dual wielding plasma rifles for like half the game. Mm-hmm. It absolutely does nothing. It's miserable. Um, most the guns brute, the do. brute plasma rifles do a little better. 
Yeah. Um, but even then, not not much. It really soured the second half of the game for me when they just said, what if there was all the enemies that we're fighting are no right. fun to fight? Because I love fighting elites. Like, they're so cool. They're really, there's a lot of strategies to get their shields down, and then you can take them out. Mm-hmm. And then the brutes are just like, fuck that. What if we just have too much health? Yeah, like, like maybe my most my most hated part of Halo 2 is maybe the beginning of Gravemind, where it's like, hey, guess what? You're in a room. Well, you have, have to fight like, 20 brutes yeah, in have, a room. Yeah, have fun, kid. Brute room. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah, they really just, you're only fighting brutes, and then I think jackals in the yeah, last Yeah, brutes level. and jackals yeah. for the last, like, two to three I levels. I really do. I, I have the, the voice line from uh, from Halfjaw in my head consistently. The brutes have heard our cry. They will fight by our side. Yeah. <laughs> or the the, uh, the hunters the hunters hunters yeah yeah that part is okay oh my that... god fighting with the hunters like i love my big worm friends and you can they let are them just out worms. of jail you can break two out of jail and they'll fight with you it's... that rules oh i'm I, that's yeah, a cool that level j- it's god it's so good yeah like, i i do and you know as as annoying as the brutes are to fight fighting the jackals is fun just because like getting that yeah, tiny like little getting the, the tiny little sliver at the like little divot in their shield is like ah. Yeah, <laughs> I've got you. The thing that the thing that's not fun is when you're playing Halo Two on Legendary, and their mm. sniper shots can kill you in one hit. So you have to memorize where all the snipers oh, are. I, I right, never yeah. fuck around with Legendary. I'm I'm not. I don't do that. I don't anymore. But when I was younger, I would. <laughs> when you had something to prove. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just like, I want to have fun. I want to be able to just bowl these motherfuckers over. Exactly. All right. I think it's. I think this is my next slapper, and yes. it also technically means it's my. It's my final slapper. It is your final slapper. Uh, Make it a good one. And it's one that I think you're going to be excited about, Ooh. Uh, which is Peril. Carol's so fucking good. We love pizzicato on the strings. Love that. Love the, once again, the very powerful, uh, very emphasized bass line at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. I just, I, this is another moment where I'm like, well, it's Delta Halo and it's great journey. And it's just, you kind of, it's, it's not like everything's popping off yet, but you're just having a, having a little fight right. kind of self-contained. Yeah. It's just a, a great song. It's another one of those like ubiquitous Halo Two songs right, yeah. that I mm-hmm. I always think of Peril when I think of the Halo Two soundtrack. Yeah, like I think I feel like most of the like a lot of the really really uh, memorable tracks for me are ones on Delta Halo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great level though. It, it's like it's it's like elevator music, but good. It is. It's like <laughs> I like it because the song Peril is not that perilous. Right. It's me. it's very relaxing almost. Yeah, it's 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 like elevator music, or it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I feel like it implies it implies like a movement. Yeah, like it, it's it very much like it's very it's very like um, it makes sense to be playing while you're moving across the level. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it like it, it evokes exploration. That's that's that, I think that works for me. I also feel like it works as kind of like sneaking music, but not. I mean, Master Chief doesn't sneak. He doesn't stealth. Yeah, that doesn't happen. His ass is but too it's fat to like, do that. You're, it's because the suit is constantly jacking him off, and you can always hear it <laughs> yeah. no matter where he goes. Um, yeah, he, that is happening. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's, that's what the, the um, that's the percussion on any song. It's just implied. It's it's di- it's diegetic music. 
the reason that he doesn't want to leave Cortana behind on high charity is because then who's going to jack him off the whole time? Um, <laughs> right, right. The right. suit doesn't do it itself. It's it, no, she no, controls no. The, the AI controls the the yeah. motion. Um, but I feel like it's kind of you know catching the enemy by surprise. I feel like when you're uh, it plays on uh, on the Great Journey. I don't know. It just, it just works as like you know this is music. It's not it's not the big charge right. like uh, you know. A lot of the other songs are. It's like one person well, yeah. just kind of coming Heretic in. Heretic Hero and Earth City are also both on the Crate Journey, so... Yeah. We, we, those are the charge songs. Yeah. What a good level. Oh, it's so good. This oh, game's man. good. This game's... You know what I know something I learned about Halo 2 on my on my quick playthrough is that you can really get a ghost into a lot of places that they yeah. didn't want Oh, you sure fucking can. I, I think, like, at I think like while they're developing it, they're like, okay, we realize people are going to do this, but, like, it's it would be better to leave it in. Yeah, it's preferred. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like assist mode in Celeste. You get a message that's like, that's like, we would prefer it if you left the ghost outside. However, we are trying to create an accessible experience that players can enjoy in their own way. Therefore, we will allow you, if you so desire, to bring a ghost inside of any building that you want. Yeah, and that's why that when you reach the summit in Celeste, you get an energy sword for Madeline. <laughs> I want to know if you can get the ghost into the underwater elevator. I don't think you can. That, but like, oh god, that's like, I feel like that's I think death. if you get it in the elevator, it literally just like... Uh, it it'll clip through the ceiling when you go that's, down. That's that's the Halo version of Noam Chomsky from yeah. Half Life. <laughs> yeah. That's a, when I was in that fucking elevator. By the way, you know how you got the two uh, absolutely useless Marines. Oh uh, yeah, who just like just slack jawed, like zoned out really, the whole time. One of them really proved how useless he was when he clipped through the top of the elevator and died. <laughs> yeah. He said, "What? Watch this." And then check, he check this out. Check but, this shit but out. Can, can you do this in on concrete? <laughs> Yeah, per- Peril plays as the <laughs> as he clips through the top of the elevator and drowns. <laughs> okay, Max, your final slapper. All right, all right, all right. My final slapper. I'm glad that like my my top two haven't been taken because yeah. my my final slapper is none other than heavy price paid. It's the main theme. It's the sad piano. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's 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 like it's not just the main theme, but it also plays um, the opening. I think uprising, like when when the brutes have been like killing all the leech, you're like, uh oh, oh, this isn't good. This Uh is pretty. Uh This is pretty bad. Opening part of that level. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Whoops. Uh oh. Whoops. Uh oh. Oh no. Whoa. It's just like this very like. It's just like this super, super somber track, and it's like, huh, this isn't the kind of thing I'd like to hear in a pew-pew laser shooty game. Yeah, it's it's the I have it in my notes as uh, probably the one of the ones that recalls the game most to me, mm-hmm. like, other than Earth City. Mm-hmm. Is Halo 2, because this is a trilogy, and they never made any more Halo games after Halo 3, is Halo 2 the dark middle chapter? Because I don't know, it's not really... It doesn't really follow that structure. I think it did the most interest, like a lot of the most interesting things in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like they re- they really went ambitious with this one. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, I like Halo 3 plenty, but a lot of its ambitions are clearly scaled back because they actually, like, seem to have made that one without having to ludicrously crunch all the developers. <laughs> right, yeah. I think I think just in terms of, like, letting you play as a person within the Covenant is, like, that doesn't yeah. feel heavy lifting. Yeah, and then Halo 3 relegates him to the co-op player It only. makes me so fucking mad that you don't get to play as the Arbiter. The Arbiter doesn't have levels in. Because you know the scene in Halo 3 where the, uh, where the elites and the marines, they swap weapons? Yeah. yeah! I was just fucking thinking about that. Like, how cool it would be if there was an Arbiter level, but you started and you had a fucking assault rifle and the Halo oh pistol gosh, or so something. Sick. God, God. Now I'm just thinking of the start of Halo 3 when the Arbiter shows up and the Chief, like, points a gun at him. And then Sergeant Johnson's like, nah, he's with me. Yeah. Oh, my God. When Master Chief is just like, Master Chief's fully dead in the ground for, like, five hours while they're <laughs> trying to revive him. Speaking of uh, Arbiter with human weapons, I I will say one of the funnier parts in that game is uh, getting to play as the Arbiter and, like, the the, the mental image of, of the Arbiter just with a shotgun. It's so like, good. That's just very funny. And because you got it, you got to use the shotgun mm-hmm. against the, the zombies. Well, yeah, the shotgun is by far the best fled weapon. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Easily. It's just shotgun energy swords. And then, of course, uh, you can climb in a scorpion and then six pedals, four directions. Do you get it? Ah! <laughs> red nah. versus blue. We got you. It is kind of like red versus blue to me. It's it's kind of a funny reference, like the like the password uh, Easter egg in Halo Three that you know. There's a I, lot of Easter eggs to the fan community in in Halo. Though. Like that's that's always been a thing Bungie's been super into. Yeah, I mean, there's also they also have like a, a sound Easter egg that's in most of the Halo games. Oh yeah, yeah, that which one, is that one's um, song. The, the Siege of Madrigal, which is an yeah. old song from Marathon. From Marathon. Uh, it's at the end of the Halo 1 soundtrack, even. It, it plays, like, after the Halo theme, like, fades out. There's, like, 15 seconds, and it plays oh, it. Oh, classic secret song. <laughs> yeah, classic secret Hidden song. Track. And then also, I'm pretty... Like, it doesn't say it anywhere, but I'm pretty sure, like, the Siege of Madrigal's melody is used in one of the one of the slow songs. I don't remember which one. Which, uh... How do you get Siege of Madrigal to play in Halo 2? Um, it's, it's written somewhere. Like, it, it literally, it, there's, there's just a way to get it to play in every Halo game that, uh, he was a part of. Can we talk about another Halo crime that happened when you played the Master Chief Edition? Hmm. Yeah. Which was, I sat down on my computer, I was so excited, I was like, Halo 2, I, I haven't played this game, I think since I played it the first time on the Xbox, this is gonna be awesome. Sit down, and the first cutscene is this bullshit self-insert garbage with Spartan Locke, who's yeah! done, who gives a shit about that? I wanna play Halo 2. Let me play the video I, game three for three. I get so fucking mad thinking about how, like, there's, like, an escalation of Spartans in the Halo series, right? Because, like, Master mm-hmm. Chief is the Spartan 2s. Um, you later find out that there's Spartan 1s that existed prior. They didn't uh, have and, the suit jack off function. Yeah, they yeah that's, why they, the that's why they died. Off. They didn't even get suits. And then the Spartan the Spartan suit, <laughs> Spartan 3 suit edges them. Yeah. yeah. See, well, like, the Spartan 3s were, like, introduced in the novels and then, like, backported into Reach, and that mm-hmm. already annoyed me. And then now, like, the Spartan 4s are implied to be, in Halo 4, something that happens while, like, the Chief is gone, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, the whole thing is, like, once the Chief has gone missing, they're like, well, but now we're going to have people volunteer for the Spartan now program. To, now we need it's to do more It's going to be a little bit crimes. less fucked up. And then, yeah. of it's course, they backport it. They backport it in Halo 2 instead. Why did they do that? Because, like, I mean, like, even, even timeline-wise, like, um, ODST takes place at, like, the same time as Halo 3. Like, yeah. Maybe, like, a little bit after parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of like the lead characters in that, uh, played by Nathan Fillion, his name I do not, I do not Nathan, remember. Nathan Fillion, who is in everything, is that Dutch? No, is that from another game? I feel like there was a Dutch at some point. He's also in Halo Five. 
as cool. a Spartan four because Wait, he signs character? up for the or same, same character. character, same character. He's an ODST, and then he signs up to be a Spartan Four because the Spartan Four is like a voluntary program for adults. And then, yeah, now having that like Spartan Four <sighs> stuff pushed back into Halo Two, it's like they they constantly want to rewrite their own canon for some reason, and I don't like it. I really like the idea that they had to to make the Spartan program un- unproblematic. They were like, "What if we had?" What it's, if we had your choice that weren't now. created by by, by I mean, child it, it, kidnapping? It, it started. It started as a choice. Then it was chi- kidnap children, and then it was yeah, even more yeah, kidnap children put on suicide missions, <laughs> yeah. and then it was unproblematic again. They said it didn't work when the people were were doing this willingly. So we we that for better child soldiers for better soldier functionality, we do need to kidnap them when they're little kids. <laughs> we we tried our very best, but our best wasn't good we enough. Tr- we tried our best to to put out like. We we put up the Twitch Twitch chat, the UNSC like Twitch server to try to get people to willingly sign up for the Spartan program. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you know people kept so- talking about war crimes, so we just decided to do our own war crimes. Yeah, yeah, people kept talking about the insurrection in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which like yeah, um, it is propaganda that the Spartans were designed for use against the Covenant. The Spartan program predates the Covenant war. I remember by at least that six in years. the books. They they there's the part in what is it in the Fall of Reach where they go and they they stop the the rebellion on the ship. I remember yeah. that. I read that book when I was in, a freshman in high school. Yeah. Wow. Long time ago. Time, huh? Yeah. That's that's crazy. I didn't even think about that because yeah, the the book the book happens. The covenant the Spartans are like already like doing their thing, and then the covenant shows up. Mm-hmm. Man, they they really kind of goofed up their own canon, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They do it. I mean, like it, it's understandable when it was just the novels because different yeah. people were writing them. Yeah. And then they tried to like incorporate the extended universe into the. Well, see, yeah, it, it honestly it worked better when they weren't trying to incorporate the novel chronology into the games. As much as I like fourteen year old me would hate to admit this, it worked better when they when they were their own thing. Like they would take from the games, but the games wouldn't take from them. Right? Yeah, it's a one way street. But then, like the second they had Halo Five, they're just like, oh yeah, all the other Spartans are back without ever explaining that you know they were there the whole time. It's the fucking. Uh, prequel Star Wars disease where they're like, well, you liked when there was one Spartan, mm. but what if there was a hundred Spartans and they were all indistinguishable from one another and they had a big fight? The other that Spartans are, really indistinguish- cool. are, are distinguishable from each other in the novels. They are not in Halo <laughs> no. 5. Yeah, no. In Halo 5, they are the same character four times. I appreciate the, uh, honestly appreciate the the design of Master Chief because of how ludicrous he looks, like from a modern yeah. perspective, he's just this funny green robot. Like he's a he's a robot. He's just, he's just a big man. dude. He's just a big green guy. He's like a funny army army toy man. I love that they canonically re- redesign his suit every game, and it's like canonical that he's getting new armor each of these times. Yeah, the fact that yeah. you start the game out. This, you start the game out in Halo 2 and the guy's like, "All right, you don't have a health bar anymore. Check this out. It's got regenerating health." <laughs> yeah. And then That's in Halo good. in Halo Infinite, he gets like a, a an improved dick plate, so it jacks him off better. <laughs> it jacks yeah. him off even faster. <laughs> it's like going back to what you were saying. It's not just Star Wars prequels disease. It's also Marvel disease, where like everything has to like be an Easter egg and tie into every other part of the media property. So it's like for you. Know, I mean, that's why they put Halsey in Halo Reach, right? They were just like, oh, yeah. this is a character that people know from the book, so what if we put her in the game and then everyone will nod and say, I know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that is also my my main thing, that this is not a 343 problem, it's also a Bungie problem before yeah. Bungie stopped working on Halo, mm-hmm. uh, because like the things I'm mad about, m- most mad about about their weird canon contradictions are mostly in that game. 
It's really funny that I, I, cause I was, I was way more into Halo when Halo Reach came out. So I, pr- I got the like extra big boy pre-order that came I never owned Xbox. it. I only ever played it at friends it, places. And the, and the, uh, the big, like, uh, I know Stuart Ashen calls them feelies. Uh, and I think that's a good way to describe them as like the kind of in-game props that you get in the pre-order bonuses. Uh, he, that one was Halsey's diary. Like you yeah. can read this okay. horrible, oh like the horrible, like Halo freak doctor who tortured kids. What if I wanted to have something that she wrote? Like, great. No, love thank that. You. And then like there's coffee stains on it. And like she has some notes scribbled in the Oh my margins. god, in the books like, they constantly talk about how there's like half empty coffee cups all over her office. Like she's so wacky. Oh, she's so wacky. She she uh she did horrible things to kids. Don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. Ah! Um, does anyone have we I mean I guess I'll, I'll honorable mention this slapper then. I'm the only person who picked something from the second volume of the soundtrack. Which is uh, Leonidas, which is from the Delta that Halo suite. That one is suite. a good song, though, yeah. is the thing. It is the other one where, like, I, it, it's when when the gondolas are going across. It's the one that's playing when you're going across on the gondolas. And you're, like, sniping at the other. And, like, it's such a good, just, like, the the staccato violins over the top. But, yeah, no, I just really like the way the violins play on that one. And it's just so, it's so, it's so evocative of the open feeling of that part of the level. Because, like, it's like infinite scroll in both directions like you're just over like basically an ocean it's halo as infinite this gondola scroll. is pushing you towards the island leonidas was uh in my original two slapper list in one of the fifty thousand iterations of this of this list of four that i had to create yeah <laughs> it's a good it's I, I, really I have a good. whole bunch of things written um yeah I, I have a lot of things written down for for honorable slaps <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i'm really can... surprised that no one picked mausoleum suite just in general I was trying my best to not was, pick any sweets because yeah, we have to edit these into the podcast, and I can't. Okay. I can't represent an entire uh, orchestral suite. In yeah. Well, if I were to pick one seconds. part of Mausoleum Suite, it would be Destroyer's Invocation. Okay. Because yeah. it's it literally has the Gravemind talking over it. It has the Gravemind. Yeah, talking it, that's that's one where you play it in reverse, right? You can play it in reverse. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember what this it is off the dome. See, but when I heard the Gravemind thing, I only found out about that from you. And first of all, it's really cool. And second of all, when I went online to listen to it backwards all these halo fans were like well actually it's not the grave yeah. is it mendicant bias ah. yeah i was like okay whatever sure i'm sure they had that stuff uh planned out when they yeah, wrote yeah. this song the I'm, sure that, I'm sure that o'donnell and salvatore had read the halo bible when they wrote the halo 2 soundtrack hey remember how the grave mind is voiced by the guy who does all the animal voices in avatar the last airbender it's D. Bradley Baker, right? It's D. Bradley, it's D. Bradley, Bradley Baker. Baker, baby. He does, he does every voice for every cartoon character ever, basically. I know, but it's just, yeah. he's so particularly good at animal voices. You know what's really funny is I couldn't remember if the grapevine was D. Bradley Baker if it was Charles Martinet, because I know he plays Parthenax in Skyrim. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, he must be... <laughs> Mario. Oh my god. If it was Mario, so that would cool. blow my god. That would be mind. so good. I'll say one thing. I and I I I don't agree with the expanded graphics or the fancy fancy cutscenes, but the Gravemind cutscene, I saw it on YouTube one time, the like new one. Mm. It's pretty fucking sick. It's pretty cool. It's very slimy. The original Gravemind works mostly by omission. Yes, because yeah. you don't because see a lot. Because they just they they shade most of them off the screen. It's like it's like the original Sarlacc, where it's just like a yeah. big hole. It's yeah. just like what you don't you, see, you don't know what's in that. You don't big see hole. the rest of it, so like that's terrifying. And then the fucking prophet of regret comes out. Ooh, Ugh. yeah, yeah, Gross. icky, grody, icky. Don't like it. My uh, my honorable mention. My fourth out of 
uh, four slappers is uh, in amber clad. Nice. This is the uh, sniper mi- sniping mission song. Uh, yeah, it's it's fight good. A I, jackals. I had this on my list initially because it's like just because it was one of the first ones that I could just recall the name of off the dome. It's a mm-hmm. good like the the. The Halo but series I find, has I find awesome. But I find the guitars a bit too corny now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little goofy. But I like the I like the fusion of the like contemporary you know rock orchestra with the orchestra. I find yeah. that appealing. It also probably has one of the stronger bass lines in the game. It does. Mm-hmm. It has a great. And bass there's a line. lot of strong bass lines in the game. The yeah. only thing I I don't really like about it is I mean just by nature of where it is in the game, it's very short and it just kind of ends. Uh, yeah, yeah. At least as a self-contained track. Also, can we talk about how cool? the halo ship names are in amber clad pillar of autumn forward unto dawn it's like a bad military industrial complex but like yeah. wow cool wow ship cool, names wow cool spaceship oh those are just those are just like the fucking uh unsc ship names let's get into fucking unyielding hierophant yeah what the fuck covenant pretty good Do you know speaking of uh since you know we're having a conversation about video games and music uh on this podcast mm-hmm. um one of the things that i don't like about halo and i know that it's by nature of like i guess the ideas that they're supposed to have like a translator like on star trek for the covenant so you can kind of understand them right Mm. right um so what really fucks me up is you know the uh the aliens have cool names like the sangeli are the elites right yeah but whenever they talk about them in the arbiter cutscenes. They say them as like, and the grunts, dis- the grunt yeah, rebellion. They never say the actual species. They did change that in Halo Four. They they start they started they started using the 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 in universe names for the species, and I think it works a lot better. It that way. works a yeah. lot better. Like like if I can imagine, you know, Sergeant Johnson isn't gonna fucking call them the Sangeli, but I can you know he'll call them an elite. But <laughs> on I, the other they- hand, they also do that. The yeah. humans will use the covenant names a lot in Halo. That's 4. weird because that should be like the UNSC designation. Like we don't know what these things call themselves. So this is what we call them. I mean, I, I think at a certain point it would be like you know we don't care what they call. Yeah, themselves. we don't care what right. they call them either. But the covenant should call themselves what they are instead of what what the humans call them. And I thought it was very lame. The one the one spot where I'd be fine with them using the the human name is the prophets because that's functionally what they are anyway. Yeah, yeah. not the sand. And that sounds cooler than the yeah. sandshum because the, they're the 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 leaders and they're the prophets and that's good. But yeah. and same same with the engineers actually. Uh, but also I H- about Hura- the Huragok is sick. Is sick. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, my, my mine is the jackals, the Kigyar. The jackals, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's Kigyar sounds cool. sick as hell. What are the brutes called again? The Jiralhane. Jiralhane. Okay, yeah. that's that's too much. That's a lot. That's a lot of words. They love putting they love they love putting the glottal stops in these names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Sengeli is. Like, I like and the the, the, grunts, the the grunts are the Ungoy. The Ungoy. The, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. The the uh, Sengeli. Remember when they did that Halo anime where the Sengeli were just like feudal Japanese samurai for some reason? I mean, that's that is what they are drawing from for yeah, so no, much of their inspiration for those characters. I know, but it's cool. It was cool, and they had like the blood. They had the Kurosawa blood shower in that animation. It's I remember that. It's it is pretty it's cool. cool. It's cool. I love. I love the uh, the glimpses of like Covenant culture that mm-hmm. you get in this story. And honestly, it's one of those things where I feel like having the expanded universe, you know, much like Star Wars, kind of kind of takes away some of the mystery to it. When they, when when the prophet says, I mean, I don't know if anyone's like written a book about this, but when the prophet says the Grunt Rebellion, I just am like, I need to know everything about. Yeah, the grunt what did rebellion. they do? I want to know what absolutely everything about the Grunt Rebellion. Did they? And like, it was so bad that they needed the Arbiter to put a stop to it. Like, it was yeah. not. It was. It was like I need to know what happened. Do you ever? Do you ever read that? I don't remember what it's called, but there's this short story where there's a guy just being like 
attacked by ants. No. Oh, and he God, like continually has to like put he put like oil on top of the water and lit it on fire. And no matter what he would do, there was still more ants coming. That's how I imagine the grunt. I mean, all you have to do to stop the grunts from belling is bring one elite in and then have the elite killed and then they'll all just run away. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty easy. Did you see that in the Halo Infinite gameplay, brutes can now throw grunts at you? I didn't Pre- watch cool. that, but I like to think uh, that's very, that's like a, the, uh, the big, the big, uh, moblins throwing the bokoblins in Breath of the Wild, which is it's probably so what they good. ripped that off of. It's probably what they ripped it off of, but also like the grunts would run at you they with would plasma absolutely. grenades in their hands. Yes. Um, instead of that, they activate the plasma grenades and then the brute throws them at you. Gee- <laughs> brute oh trebuchet. my God, awesome. It's so fucking sick. It, like it, so many people like glossed over it because it just kind of happens during gameplay and they didn't really mm-hmm. draw attention to it, but it was so good. Very, very plot accurate. I don't, sorry, I, I don't really have any um, confidence that the story of Halo Infinite no, is going to no, be no. any good. No, it'll be fine. Um, it'll be fine. But it'll I'm going to have fun playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I played a Halo game was I borrowed, I said, I'm not buying Halo 4, but I'll borrow it from a friend. And it was like, I played, I mean, I, I'm a campaign boy. I don't really Same. care about the mm-hmm. multiplayer. So when that game is over in like five hours and it's like, eh. Yeah, and yeah. like the most very like the the, bo- the final boss battle is a fucking quick time event. Yeah, God, it's great. <laughs> we love it. Yeah, uh, Max, do you have any other honorable mentions? I got two. I got two. I got two. One of them is a little track called Reclaimer, mm-hmm. which is a remix of Unyielding, which is weird because Reclaimer comes first in the game. But it's like it's <laughs> it's like one of the um where it's like like a remix almost exactly the same of like the main halo theme but reclaimer right. has like one of the absolute sickest guitar solos over the entirety of the track that's the thing about about halo is that uh there's probably a hundred different versions of the of the halo you know at least the chords yeah now max i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to disagree with you okay you like because i literally more. wrote in my notes Reclaimer is just unyielding, but worse. Okay. Yeah, it is. I almost put unyielding was another one that I almost had in my my top two. But then I was just thinking about like, well, unyielding is just the Halo theme, but like it's got a, it's just got some different stuff going on and uh, it doesn't have the like melody. So it doesn't really even have that going for it. I mean, it's good, but it's just like there's better songs in the game to me. Just my opinion. I think part of the reason why I like it so much is like, I mean, I'm a sucker for a good guitar solo, but it's also yes. like the level uh, quarantine. I that level like kicks my ass every time I play it because like the checkpointing in that one specifically is just like so it's rude. It's so it's bad. It's awful. So it's like at least I can hear a cool guitar solo while I'm dying at the same exact point. In like, times. Uh, yeah, over the span of an entire hour. Yeah. Uh, what's your other honorable mention? My other honorable mention is Epilogue, which is, it's very similar um, to the main theme of it. It's like the the starting, like the first part of the credits music. Um, but, but the main reason I wanted to mention it is you hear this like sort of bluesy guitar go over um, the strings of it. And I looked it up and John Mayer is the one playing guitar during the <laughs> credits of Halo 2. What? Excuse me? It's Jonathan me? Mayer, the musician. Jonathan, the mayor of John? Mm-hmm. John parentheses mayor? I'm fucking Googling furiously what? right now. No yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. Okay, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this verbatim from the wiki. Um, epilogue, minute, one, minute 03, begins with um, two reprises of the opening string melody of Impend, but a, itself a reorchestration to, of the ending to Brothers in Arms. The second reprise features an electric guitar part played by American musician John Mayer, but his involvement was kept a secret by Martin O'Donnell until a 2014 what? documentary remaking the legend. According to O'Donnell, there is no contractual agreement between the parties, and neither Microsoft nor Mayer's agents were aware of his contribution. Mayer wanted to keep it a secret so he could tell his friends he was featured in the game. What? <laughs> 
What? Hey, check this guy. Check this out, guys. I got John Mayer and nobody knows. John Mayer's trick? John Mayer's trick? I had no fucking idea. John Mayer wanted to tell his friends he was in Halo. But yeah. Halo and then made it so he's explicitly not allowed to be not in allowed the credits. To be in it's, yeah. That fucking rules. John That's Mayer's so secret funny. Halo trick. I love that. It's That's so, so good. good. Oh my god. He really is the mayor. He's the mayor. Um, He's the f- funny homestuck John Mayer. Um, okay, final, let's go through our picks again so we can figure out how we're gonna fucking pick the best song in Halo, because this is, we have three people, which means one X, you know, like 30%, or however the math works, more possible descent Mm -hmm. um, between us. Yeah. Uh, so let's just go through, we've got, okay, Earth City Follow, I got The Last Spartan and Peril, because Max did Heretic Hero, and- And Heavy Price Paid. And Heavy Price Paid. Okay. So the first first round of this is that we're going to count. I'm going to count to three and then we're mm-hmm. going to say which one's our top pick. And then we're going to yell at each other because there's absolutely no way that a- there's going to be any uh, agreement on this. So yeah. we have we're in uncharted waters because Max and I picked the same song last week. Yeah. All right, here we go. Got it. everyone have your pick. Yep. Yes. One, two, three. Heretic Hero. Hero. OK. Oh, well, all right. OK. okay. Well, OK. okay. All right. OK. 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 <laughs> Honestly, I'm willing to I'm willing to concede to Heretic Hero. I'm we also willing to concede. To, yeah, we all picked Heretic <laughs> yeah. Hero. I'm willing to concede Heretic Hero is the best, uh, coolest song in Halo. It's you know what it is. It's fucking lo-fi beats to to Halo too. Lo-fi to be- lo-fi beats to teabag your friends too. <laughs> it's lo-fi beats to to teabag and Halo too. Lo lo-fi beats to explode grunt skulls too. Yeah. <laughs> lo-fi beats to all skulls on too. <laughs> lo-fi beats to energy sword flood too. It is. Lo-fi yeah. beats to Energy Sword Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Lo-fi beats to Energy Sunday. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. So are we in agreement, Heretic Hero? I, I can go with that. That was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I thought we were going to have a little bit of... I thought we were going to have a little bit yeah. of arguing. Now. I mean, I, so almost... I, I briefly considered arguing my point, but then I remembered that I did very much have Heretic Hero on my list. And that we, in fact, all did. <laughs> we yeah. all had. It was my number two. And if if no one else is going to go to bat for the last Spartan, which I I I'm going to say that if we pick Heretic Hero over the last Spartan, I think the last Spartan is a better pick for what is the best song in Halo Two because it's just the most Halo Two song in Halo Two. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is the Halo Two song. Yeah. It is the Halo Two song. But the fact that none of us picked Mjolnir mix makes me happy. That yep. means we all have taste. Yeah, I was. Uh, it's, it, I was it's, way, it's way too obvious. It's the mo- it's the normie. Ch- it's the normie. Choice. That's like that's like when we when we when we picked when we picked uh when we picked Halo uh when we did uh Zelda and I was like oh the Great Sea and then I was gonna be like oh and then we're gonna do Halo two and we're gonna pick Mjolnir mix and I'm just gonna be yeah. like is there a point to this podcast anymore? Yeah, no. <laughs> so so picking Heretic Hero makes me very very happy. I'm I'm happy with that pick. Yeah, it's a nice tasteful medium. That's a very good pick. I think it's not the one that everyone would think it was. Like, no one is like, what, the best song in Halo 2 is the one with the theme? It's the theme song. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. I have so many more notes on other songs that I just like, because I was just, like, looking at the soundtrack the whole time. Yeah, there's a it's great, a, it's it's such a great soundtrack. Ancient Machine? Ancient Oof. Machine? Oof. Ancient Machine. I, I don't really like to hear it outside the context of the game, but that's probably one of the most atmospheric songs in the whole game, because it's just, like, weird electronic noises and pulses. The fun thing about Heretic Hero is that you really gotta listen to it outside the game, because if you're shooting people and grunts are going, Ah! We're gonna die! And then there's things going off, and it's just like... And you're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, it's like, what 
that's why that's why uh that's why that's the why it's only in cutscenes. Works so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's uh, I guess that's peril that that also has that with the fucking uh f- shooting people and it's the quiet music and everything is just yeah. popping off. Yeah. Peril Peril is like the same functional song as Covenant Dance from the first game. Um which is like one of it's like such a low key like uh, synth bass line. Mm-hmm. That's the one that goes like do 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 and it's yeah. like it's so understated for what it is, which is like you bursting your way through these like hallways of enemies. Although that song also does have like really really intense like uh, like timpanies on it. Yes. Yeah. the The thing about Covenant Dance is I like to imagine the title more than I like to hear the song. <laughs> it is a good one to think of. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure people have made videos of grunts dancing to Covenant Dance. That's just the Halo Reach Easter egg. Yeah, I was about to so. say, yeah. The, Coven- oh, the right. Covenant Dances. It's the Covenant Dance. What if a brute was a DJ? Hmm. Um, I think it's time to move into our audience submission Ooh. section of our podcast. Noise. This is something that Max and I had to, to figure out because we didn't really feel like asking you questions because everyone does that. So instead, if uh, you have a question... Or not a question. If you have your own slappers from the games that we're talking about, if you have your own tracks that you love and want us to talk about more or tell us your takes and we'll deem them correct, mm-hmm. send them to our Twitter at SlappersOnlyPod. Um, I'll put up a post each week telling you what game we're talking about and you can just drop your takes in the comments and I'll tell you how yeah. correct yeah. you are. Uh, that's what you, We're not going to disagree with you. Let's yeah, be honest. We'll, we'll, we'll always sanction your picks. So we have... Uh, we have what three i think three or four three um yeah three one of them is from at cat girls rise up which is a fun name it says uh, not to be an anniversary defender um we'll absolve you of this for yes, now we forgive you but fo- but follow in flight the remaster arbiter banshee theme is so good to me the original incubus one whips too though confirmed as a whole the classic soundtrack is so good my fave there is probably reclaimer i haven't actually heard the uh the the remastered version i'm actually be interested to hear a remastered version of that song. Is it remastered? Is it a remastered no, version it, it, of it's the it's a Incubus different song? song in like it's like a different song in a similar spirit of it. It it still okay. works. See, the thing is it still works for that part of the game. It's not the same, but it's like okay, it's like it's like if we were to redo this nowadays with a song that gives you like the same feeling, it does a good job of that if that makes sense. I'm assuming okay. I'm assuming that um they probably just couldn't get the like licensing or the That is absolutely what happened, yeah. But also I'm thinking about what. When did the Master Chief version of Halo Two come out? Uh, was it was it like, last year? No. Was it the year before? No, was it was it 20, years it was 2014. Ago? Yeah, it was a oh, long Jesus time Christ, ago. Oh Jesus Christ! These games have been happening a lot longer than I thought they were. Yeah. You know, I was oh, thinking yeah. one of the oh Halo Reach came out. I think a year ago. Is I'm what just I'm, probably I, I'm looking of. at the soundtrack listing on uh, YouTube right now. Um, Halo theme Gungnir mix featuring Steve hmm. Vai. What I was gonna say is, uh, hmm. if you're if you're playing Halo Two Master Chief uh, Edition in 2014 and an Incubus song comes on, you might die. Of yeah, that would that would that would end your life. Like it unequivocally. Would, you would probably vaporize. Um, I was I found a copy of uh, Project Eight in a in a bag. Oof. Uh, Tony Hawk's Project Eight for the Xbox. <laughs> Jordan, don't and do I popped it. it in. I well, I popped it in, and you know the first thing I heard was "Woman." Oh. And I, I did turn to dust, so yeah. that's uh that's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, here's one from friend of the show, Weed Lord Vegeta, who offers two takes, and we'll 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 say both of them are correct. Mm-hmm. Um uh first one says Ghost of Reach is low key the most iconic track in the series. Oh, at, at Weed Lord Vegeta, by the way. I don't know if I specified that. 
Um, Ghost of Reach is low-key the most iconic track in the series, but I'll need to review the album today for more opinions, and then upon review, okay, I've gone through the album and it has helped me form a more cohesive thesis. The strength of the Halo scores have always been in the quiet moments, understanding that the top of the crescendo can always be carried by gameplay, and to focus on the build at the moment instead. Um, Peril, Ghosts of Reach, and In Amberclad are absolutely the glue holding together this album. Haha, funny breaking Benj of Min and Incubus only fit in the whole, uh, because tracks like those create, uh, space for the bombast. I think that's an interesting opinion, because I think, I mean, when you think of the Halo theme, you think of the quiet, like, choir moments more than yeah i think yeah. Like ghost of reach is the one that plays over the the menu right yes i believe so and it, i think it plays over multiple games menus and, or at least the motifs of it are present in other menus mm-hmm. so like that's would... the thing that is the sound to me of setting up a multiplayer match mm. yeah like yeah. that is that is what ghost of reach is to me or like loading yeah yeah right that's that's fun to think i mean we are all the, the when you fight have a bunch of funny spartans those are kind of the ghosts of reach if you think about it oh i'm thinking about it I think that makes, I think that, I like that, that opinion, you know, the, the, the moments where you're having the big climax are, you're focusing a lot on the intense gameplay over the, over the quiet moments. I, you know what, Weed Lord, I, I, I sanction your take correct. Yes. Yeah. And our yeah. final question from at Straw, is it Strawberry? Strawberry? Strawberry. Um, says, oh, thank you, Thomas. Oh, Mausoleum Suite is a classic. I remember seeing a YouTube video where they played it sped up and backwards to show the secret message, and it blew my little mind. You got also gotta love "Blow Me Away" by Breaking Benjamin. Do you gotta the most aggressively 2004 <laughs> song of all time? Yeah, yeah. didn't know about the second part of that, but <laughs> you, you, got, I, you gotta. I gotta say, I mean, like the part of the game in which it's used, one doesn't feature the vocals, which I think is crucial to making it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that you do not have to hear the vocals. It would totally um, take and it's you in, out like, of it. It's in one room. Where like all the most powerful enemies in the entire game yeah. are all fighting each other, and you have to get through it and survive. Yeah, like it's Which, a very yeah, intense rules. moment of the game that really calls for like the amount of noise coming out of it, and yeah. that's why I always thought it really worked. It would be really weird if that part had vocals, though. Like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm of a mind, and one day I'm going to hold the gun to Max's head, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about Metal Gear Rising, whether he likes it or not. I will and like I'm it. I'm a person who says. That there is a time and place to put lyrics in your in your music at the climax. Game. At the cli- yeah, but also it depends on the game, and it depends on the energy you're trying to create. And Halo and not yeah. having lyrics, I'm okay with. There is actually um besides like the choral notes, there is um did you notice in Amberclad has like some very quiet like vocal something or others happening in the background, and mm. I have no idea what they are, but there's just they're more sounds than they are like lyrics. But there's just some some vocal notes that happen that are very cool. Are they, are they synths? Cause I think it really sounds like synths on that track, but I know, I know that they have hired orchestras and choruses. Yeah. They're not like choral oohs and ahs. It's like a guy saying or singing something. I swear it. I really huh. yeah. sounds Cause like yeah, I mean, a, a lot wrong. of the synth samples that they use in the soundtrack, like almost sound like other instruments or voices. It's like hard for me yeah. to tell sometimes. Yeah. I'm pretty bad at figuring out. I mean, besides choir notes, I'm bad at, figuring out uh one an orchestra is a synth or not i mean it's very clear when it's not but sometimes Mm -hmm. uh or when it is but then sometimes i'm like is this just a a real orchestra playing quietly or is the synth uh violins and stuff or if or did they just put it through like a a heavy compressor yeah Mm -hmm. and nowadays like case nowadays technology has gotten really good so it's it's really hard to tell sometimes what i think for halo 2 in particular like in the game sometimes you can't hear some of the effects that are obvious on the soundtrack like uh, perils come up a couple of times um 
the echo on the staccato strings, mm-hmm. I honestly could not perceive that in game ever. No, and I always no. thought it, it always sounded really weird to me when I listened to it on the soundtrack until I got used to the soundtrack version. Um, yeah. Because like obviously, like at that point, you they were compressing the hell out of their game soundtracks. Yeah, like the, you you weren't putting full quality files in there because you were restricted to like, I mean, these were on DVDs. Yeah, like DVDs yeah. only fit like a couple of gigabytes at most. Yeah, and, and and also playing it on the Master Chief Collection, when you play the old version of the games, the audio mixing is pretty not great. It's like, terrible. It, the, the the actual soundtracks get so quiet and drowned out, and you can like barely hear what's yeah. going on. And there's like, and then you, I checked like the the options. I don't even know if you have an option to turn the music volume up more. I think I think you it's might either, in the new version, but mm. might yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to I wanted to point something out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Breaking Benjamins blow me away. Uh-huh. When drummer Jeremy Hummel filed a federal wrongful <laughs> termination lawsuit against the band, he contended that he co-wrote the song. In March 2010, it was announced that Hollywood Records was seeking the band's permission to produce a remix with additional vocals. In May 2011, while the band was on hiatus due to Burnley's health issues, that's the singer, guitarist Aaron Fink and bar- bassist Mark Klepaski gave label the label permission to remix the song after being offered money, and Burnley fired both of them two days later. Literally, this destroyed this, Breaking Benjamin. Halo 2 destroyed It completely destroyed the band. One of the funniest, uh, like, Halo 2 facts it's that I've so ever heard since, uh, since I learned that John Mayer was secretly in Halo. Yeah. Like, not only did Halo kill, like, so many other up-and-coming first-person shooters of the era, it also killed, it also broke it Benjamin. Also, it bro- it <laughs> broke this is Benjamin! The, this is the game that broke Benjamin. <laughs> Someone put him back together. What if, what if Breaking Benjamin has a one-time reunion for, at, like, for the Infinite? Halo... Yeah, like the Halo Infinite launch event, oh and they play the game away, and they all start <laughs> fighting. Yes, it would be the exact same energy as when Eminem played "Lose Yourself" at the Grammys, like a full oh, like fourteen Christ. years after that song came oh, out. In fact, yeah. it would be almost the exact same length of time from when it was critically relevant to when it. Yeah, came it was. It was the drummer who was wrongfully terminated, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Then they can just have DJ Ravi drums do it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. There we fun. go. Yeah. And he'll there do it go, on yeah. a pair of the Wii Music drums. I was going to say, yeah, he'll do the Wii Music. Hell <laughs> oh yes, hell oh yes. <laughs> I, think, I think that our time with Halo 2 has come to a close. Uh, Matt, I'm sure one day you will probably have some sort of Halo, yell about Halo podcast, and you can uh, invite God, both yes. of us on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll talk been, about I've how good... I've been trying to convince... Uh, both uh, I've been trying to convince Thomas to do one with me, one of the ones who sent us questions. And then uh, Dan Weedlord Vegeta said that he has one on like the back burner that he's considering starting. So if he starts it, I'll just go on his. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we'll come on and we'll talk about how uh, ODST has a very underrated soundtrack, I'm sure. Yes. Hell yes. Um, because that's my take. Uh, but it's now time for me to announce the next game. Uh, for, yes. our, for our adventure, I'm, I've been like, I've been thinking about this all week. I'm so excited. For some fucking reason, Max insisted that we do a one-two-three structure, even though Wind Waker is not a first game in a series. It's I'm not because hear this it's bu- because it's because Phantom Hourglass is sequel to Wind Waker, making Wind Waker Phantom Hourglass one. It's not called Wind Waker two. Therefore, I think it doesn't that if count. you say the phrase "Wind Waker is Phantom Hourglass One," Stephanie is gonna yeah, jump she's gonna the like she, she's kill gonna you. break into she's my house. She's glaring at Stephanie me. Right is now. Gonna, <laughs> Stephanie is gonna grudge you and pull you down a well or something. Yeah, she is looking so angrily at me right now. <laughs> oh, God. It's Max's fault, Stephanie. It's Max's fault. No, we're fault. teammates. You can't tell her that. 
Yeah, well, this no. is you. First, you said Psychonauts looks bad, and then you say that that Phantom Hourglass is Wind Waker two, and I'm I'm gonna go a little bit mad. <laughs> no, see, okay, Fa- Phantom Hourglass being Wind Waker two is less offensive. Wind yes, Waker, that's true. Being Phantom Hourglass, <laughs> I can't even fucking th- then say Then Wind it. Waker being found Phantom Hourglass one. At least the at least the other one has Wind Waker in the superior position. Mm. Here. <laughs> the Dom. It's golf scores. Um. Okay, so you insisted that I do a three game. Yeah, then we can, then then we can drop the bit. We're dropping the bit after this because I hate the bit. Anyways, what game am I doing for three? Half Life Three. Snake, snake Eater. <gasps> Fuck. Doo, yes. Doo, doo. Oh, oh. Metal Gear Mwah. Solid Three Snake we- Snake Mwah. Eater will be our next uh, game discussed. Fuck um, yes. What fuck, a good yes, pick, fuck, Jordan. Yes. I know. I felt. I, do you know I wrote it down when you said we were doing Halo 2? I said, all right, well, then I'm doing Snake Eater as, as Metal Gear Solid 3, and then we're dropping the bit. And we're dropping yeah. the bit. Oh, Jordan, yes. that's so I mean, are good. There, are, there any, are there any four games that have, like, a notable soundtrack? Uh, Persona 4? Well, I was going to say, yeah, yeah I, was, well, I, was, I was thinking Persona 5 for the fifth one, so we could do, yeah. bo- we could do both. But we're not, doing, we're not doing a fifth one. Anyway, no, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 3 composed by the one and only Harry Gregson Williams, yes. uh, who said that he was going to quit if they didn't do a game in a jungle. So they well. did a game in a jungle. <laughs> Harry Strick. Perfect. Harry Strick. <laughs> Harry Strickland. Um, <laughs> yep. Let's uh, let's close this episode off. Thank you very, very much. Uh, oh, we have to do like our fucking closing shit, shouldn't we? Yeah. Plugs and whatnot. Uh, Matt, where, Matt, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at MattGCN. And you can find me behind the scenes fixing everyone's feeds and also trying to get the website to work at noisespace.xyz it's a good website thanks Podcasts. you can find me at twitter.com slash Rex, and you can find my two other podcasts that i do you can find jergen it which is a secret life of the american teenager uh ruin our lives and make us very sad for two and a half years and then we read <laughs> fan fiction and, and enjoy ourselves podcast um, which I do with my brother, Sam. You can find that at secretlifepod.com. You can find my Yakuza podcast that I do with Pod of Greed host Argyle. Um, you can find that at yakuzapod.com. We've just finished Yakuza 0. It was, such a, it was such a good episode. By the uh, Around the time this episode is going up, the Yakuza Kiwami slash Yakuza 1 for the PlayStation 2 episodes will be starting pretty soon. You can find that at yakuzapod.com. Mac, Max, where can we find you? Uh, Max, you can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion, and you can find my... Other podcast, Pod Agree, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp at Pod of Agree cast on Twitter. I, uh, I, almost, right. I almost plug Slappers Only again because I'm used to doing that on Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Just like, listen to, listen to more Slappers Only, please. Listen to our one other episode. Yeah, Matt, thank you very much for coming on. And uh, take us to the close, Max. What do we say at the end of every episode? Ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for thee. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>